Hello. <laughs> I did good. Well, and <laughs> welcome to Not Another BL Podcast. We are, I am Kelly, and welcome, BL Chef Heather Lee. Hi, I'm Heather Lee. Red is trying on all platforms. Oh, you're so smart. Um, I'm Shannon, BL Gossip Girl. Also, the same thing on all platforms. Mm-hmm. Yay. I'm infamous on TikTok. <laughs> okay. So now, that can, is you, true. can you label yourself infamous? Is that a thing? <laughs> Shannon does. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was appropriate. Are you ready? Yes. Are you? All right. Proceed, Shannon. All I want to do is talk about it. Do Hmm? it. Do it. Me? Talk about it. Wait, wait. Yeah, go ahead. We need to. No, no, no. What were you going to (laughs) say? I was going to say, we need to. I'm afraid you're just going to go. So I'm going to say, today we're filming this on Saturday. We all just watched Only Friends episode four. Whatever we wanted to talk about is out of the window because this is consuming all of our brains. We And you're just going to see what it's like when we do this because that's what's about to happen. And Shannon needs this very badly. So we're going to let her start. Go, Shannon. And hold, wait, hold on. And I will point out that all of them except for me have been able to talk about it so far today because I literally watched it right before we started filming. So let's go. Yeah. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. Go, go. No, I don't even know where to begin. I don't know where to begin. But may I just say, I fucking told you so. I don't know who I'm saying that to, but yeah, if it was you, about us. Was about okay. And which part did you tell them about? <laughs> you told lots of things. <laughs> and I don't know if they heard it because we <laughs> talked. <laughs> okay. So I had last week gone on like a whole long thing. I have like video after video after video about Nick, specifically the character Nick. And about how... Um, I was just saying how I think his red flags are harder to see because he's kind of like a a smushy character. You're like, oh, he's so sweet. Oh, he, you know, Boston and Top to me have very obvious red flags that people are like, hmm, and you can see it. So when, when it's that obvious and when someone is that in your face toxic, it's easy to look at the person they're with and be like, this poor person is like calm in this toxicity and it's so bad and I was looking at Nick and I was like yeah maybe but that man is a little crazy like (laughs) it's like just and this is one of my points I was like maybe from day one you know when he's got Boston's phone and he's now going through the phone and he's found the nudes and he puts his own on the phone that's like a a moment where it's like okay Boston seemed to be cool with it but that followed up by all his later behavior, I was like, <clears throat> he's been crazy since day one. Day one, th- this has not been a good situation. Uh, and so I'll just make videos about that and how uh, he, I said he was a stalker. And I said <laughs> all these things. And then so in today's episode, <laughs> he's just sitting there listening to Tom and Tom. That was insane. 
I told everyone last week, I said, I made a video. I was like, y'all know what he's listening to in the end credits. And people were like, I don't know, maybe it's music. I don't know. He's got them on surveillance. And I was like, no, he's listening to it on a loop. That was a hundred percent clear to me. And so I was so, I, I was like, ah, oh, we both at the same time were like, ha ha. Wait, we're right. We're right. He let us know. He was listening to it. That is not, y'all. And in this episode, where he's sitting and listening to it is different from the end credits of last episode, which means he's been listening to it over and over and over again. Over and over. Just feeding his rage, which yeah. is, is it warranted? That man did not cheat on him. I keep saying it. I will not stop saying it. He did not cheat on him. That's not his boyfriend. They do not have and an exclusive relationship. So there, I had a moment where I was like, I could be wrong about Nick. And I felt like in this episode, we were going to find out if we were wrong about him or not. And so when he takes this recording and he's got all of his stuff and then he's going through again, Boston's phone, because duh, he has the password. He worked on this phone and he's like, and Boston probably forgot that he has this password. And he like goes through his contacts, gets contacts from this man's phone. And I was like, who is he going to meet up with? And it was top. And then it was just to tell Top, like, stay away from him. That's when I went, yeah, okay, he's crazy. Which, I was right. <laughs> can I just say that, one, not only did that immediately, I mean, lots of things told me that he was not on the straight and narrow, but, like, uh, immediately that was another red flag. But on top of that, he heard the whole conversation in the car. So he knows how they got there and who started it. And then he's like, but you stay away from him. It's like, Boy, that man keeps getting ambushed by this child in all the small locations. Boston's <laughs> like, is there a confined space? I'm there. <laughs> I mean, Tom is like, he keeps getting ambushed first. But also, I could see Top like, wait, what? Am I and you? And then he's like, you need to stay away from him. He's nasty. And my favorite line, favorite line delivered so well was Nick saying, I'm nasty too. Oof. Oh, yep. it's so yep. good. Yep. So bad, but so good. <laughs> oh, doesn't Shannon. Shannon. Up oh, there, you're back. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, keep freezing. <laughs> oh man! Oh, line where he said, "I'm nasty too." Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say this. If this was like a movie or a show, like single white female, if this was a woman, we would not have worked this hard for people to say, "Oh, that person's crazy," because he's doing everything that you know women are often cast in that role but everyone saw this cute boy that they liked and they refused to see all the toxicity that was already on display till he laid it out in front of them this week and did not yeah. did not hide it the other hide it. no nothing was hidden um someone left a comment on one of my videos where they were like this episode felt predictable 
And I, and I had thought about that and I was like, you know, yeah, yes, in a way, but only because I think they developed these characters so well, the last three episodes that this was an episode where we were like, what decisions are you going to make? And I think these are the ones you are. And so when they did, when it was like, oh, this person's doing this and this person's doing this. And then I was like, they had developed all of that before. Like we had three episodes of just clearly laying out who everyone was and then they behaved accordingly. Go ahead, Heather Lee, then I'll go. I was going to say that only works if you're paying attention to the people and not sympathizing with the people. Mm. So like it was very, it was very, um, predictable for like the three of us and like the people that have been like uh guys anybody else seeing all these that's a good point yeah (laughs) but like the people that didn't see those things or were avidly being like hey i really like this and this is like this person is a good guy and you need to just lay off of him or whatever they they are the ones that are like why would this person do this why like everything's so surprising to them and i was like well it's really not that surprising if you were actually paying attention to what was happening. I will say top and the dealer, I didn't see coming. Yeah, it's not surprising, but I didn't have that prediction for this episode. That, yeah. uh, even when he came to the door, I was like, oh, damn, you're just sleeping with everybody now. Got it. Like the band-aid got ripped and you were like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Then to find out he's an addict. And yeah. then to find out that Ray's addiction goes beyond alcohol. Those were not predictable for me. Mm-hmm. So that little lineup. So I felt thing. like Ray's portion was for me, but not tops. Mm. I make that connection yes. from before. Like for one of the things I knew Nick was going to talk to someone. It was a surprise to find mm-hmm. out he decided to talk to top. So I was like, interesting Ray from the moment Mew called Ray in the last episode. And I even said it, I was like, Mew needs to have and hold to his boundaries because he told Ray, I can't be your emergency contact. That means you can't call him to be yours. And and I was like, this is a very bad situation. And I don't want to say that like, oh, Mew is the reason this happened. I'm like, no, it's it's acknowledging why you have to have boundaries with this person to begin with. Mm -hmm. And then like, and it's hard to hold like strong to that. And I was so scared. I was like, what is going to happen? And then it was, it was bad. And I was like, um, so that was, I was worried something like that might happen after last episode with Ray and Mew. And then, so I was kind of a little bit top and his addiction. That was a surprise. I didn't expect it to, I mean, I'm not going to say it was a surprise that this man has an addiction, but I wasn't expecting to learn about it in this episode or in this way. (laughs) I also didn't expect it to be what it was. I was expecting an addiction, but not what it was because we rarely go there in these series and he said he was like i want to talk the writer said i want to talk about things nobody talks about and i i'm like are there no drugs in thailand like why are we never getting that you know what i mean like we never get that storyline and i'm like that's gotta be going on everywhere (laughs) that was it was you have the access to it like rich people yeah that was really funny i did a little psa where I, i was like top like if if you think you don't have an addiction and now I want to say that it made me laugh in the scene only because top was like I don't have an addiction and I can quit and and then he's like okay do it and this man pulled the drugs out of his pocket and I was like sir like why did you have it on you (laughs) I know like it looks a little bit more than casual if you're walking around with that on you 
other part, he said, I only do it with friends for a good time. I was like, your dealer came to your house and you did it right there. Where were yeah. your friends? Your dealer is not your You're friend. Your dealer introduced And the yeah. dealer, when they were at the silent disco, introduced himself to who was like looking like his date. I was like, this is more than a casual, I see yeah. sometimes relationship. <laughs> no one can make it makes that line different. No one can make you as feel as good as I do. Like, don't you yep. get caught up yeah. in this little relationship? Because I need you to keep buying from me. I need you to stay broken. Yep. And it was. I laughed at that part because you know when there's just a moment where you're looking at a character and you're like, you are in so deep and you have you have no clue. And I would I just laughed at the moment he pulled out the drugs. I was like. Of course you would have them on you and uh, this is a little bit more serious than i than i think you are aware and he just like dumps it in the cup of water and my next thought was put the water in the sink pour it out this is not done <laughs> and <laughs> the baggie the drug. <laughs> i was like there's so many things i, know, I, am, I, I will get another one <laughs> it, it was so ridiculous that whole moment i when you look look at people talk about that moment, you can clearly tell people who've dealt with addiction or have had people with addiction in their lives that know what all that is and people who've only seen it like in movies or whatever. Because that's, and Heather Lee, you and I were talking about, that's when Mew was just like, what? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, he poured it. Here's, there's so many wrong reactions in that moment of like him admitting it to Mew being like, I don't like that. You shouldn't be an addict. To Top going, well, well, I can stop any time. And like, if I stop, what do you do for me? That's not someone who's trying to stop an addiction. That's someone who's nope. trying to get something. And then he's like, you shouldn't get anything. But okay, let's go go to town. You've been you've been wanting it. So here's the best time for me to give it up to you. And he's like, cool, I'm going to pour it in this glass. And Mew's like, that works. I believe you. Let's go. What? That whole scene was insanity. Insanity. I was like, I was, I had this, there's a a moment where, you know, because everyone's like, has, you know, Ray's friends. Oh, am I back? Yeah, you're back. Yeah, you're back. I'm back now? Okay. Uh, the part where everyone keeps being like, are race friends actually good friends? Has anyone tried to help him? And one of my main takeaways has been addiction and depression and uh, and suicidal thoughts. These are very like big things. These are not things average people are equipped to help someone with. Case in point. And what made it so obvious that I was like, his friends are not actually equipped to help him through this was Mew being like, oh, yeah, you dumped out the drugs you've got on you. I believe you. I'm like, go through his apartment. What's <laughs> like, no, I this is not this is not a thing. And I was like, you are not equipped to actually like handle someone who's, who says they would like to um, work through an addiction. <laughs> I was like, I think it was different because it's, I'm sorry, Mew is not dumb or naive. I don't think he believed his, his answer to that was to, 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 I don't think he believed that he really was doing anything. I think he was going to do that. No, no matter. I don't think like, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I just looked at this. I was like, good God, you like, I keep looking at this going like, you guys are just so in college right now. And I cannot believe 
that this is happening. So when, because when people are like, oh, the friends, have they done anything for Ray? I'm like, these are young college people. They are yeah. not equipped with how you walk someone through an addiction, all these kind of things. And I'm like, oh, damn. Even Chong, even Chong was side. like, when 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 she was like, we love you because you're good looking and you're hot and you're rich. And I was like, guys, no depth. Surface yeah, level. None. Everything about them is surface level. There's no depth. I, I also, as a side of that, I was like, I hope your taste in women are better than your taste in men. As she was describing, <laughs> I was like, I know you're a lesbian, but I'm really hoping your taste in women are better. You're hot and rich. Well, because we're going to learn a lot. It, why does she think top is so top tier? He's hot and he's yep. rich. That's that's her go-to. Hot and rich. Yep. That's why she Literally was pushing everyone. so hard for it. They keep being like, uh, like, what was it? Nick? When Nick goes, I just don't think I could compare to him. I loved it because Sand was like, <laughs> Sand was just like, are you shitting me? <laughs> oh, Sand. <laughs> I, I know there's going to be something that throws us about Sand. They're setting Sand up to be so squeaky clean right now, even though like he sells alcohol God, compared to the others. He uh, yeah, I know, like in the, in the grand scheme, I get it. In the grand scheme of things, he hasn't. We don't know what the thing is about sand yet. And we don't know what the thing is yeah. about you, me yet. Those two. But you know there's something else going on there. We don't know yet. Just look at everything. Like, into it is the, the X Boeing. I oh, think yeah. that's the hint. So like he said that that's what I was wondering. his X. And I'm wondering if that X was Boeing. And also, oh, yeah. That's, that's what because I mean. The only thing in his house that it has like a personal value of somebody's X that is no longer there. Oh. Go ahead. And I, so I want to know what's going on with Boeing, but also when he was like, oh, he stole my ex. I'm like, we still don't know what Sam's issue is. And could that could have contributed to why this person chose top? Because, yeah, because I just look at this, because literally weird, right? everyone around them, yeah, everyone around them were like, Okay. And so, you know, there's got to be something. something. What I do think is funny is at this point, as I make videos about characters, people did not like my Ray video. That's okay. But, um, and I wasn't even. You were a bit with it. <laughs> I was, listen, I like exactly different responses. <laughs> Too similar ideas. My Ray video. I was like, I don't want to give spoilers. So I didn't list why I dislike him. I just made a video where I was like, I really dislike Ray. Oh. I like him the least of everyone. And I of said, course, um, Shannon. <laughs> the more you talk, the more I understand why you got that response. Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, God. <laughs> okay. Hindsight. <laughs> In hindsight. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> I was like, why is she getting such weird response? Yeah. Mine were great. Now you talk about it. I'm like, yes. That's why. But people were like, they were like, you dislike him more than Top and Boston? And I was like, yes. And that is where people started like going. They were like, what? And people were just dumping on top of Boston. And so now I think I have to put like a PSA 
on the front of my videos that go, just because I'm saying I don't like this character doesn't mean I like the other ones. <laughs> I'm just only talking about this character right now. You also yeah. have to remember that these people, especially the people that are attacking you, have been mad at Boston and Top for three episodes prior to finding out about this one. So, like, yeah. they've built up rage for these people. And now, just now, Ray is getting added into the mix. So, like, Ray has never done anything good, but, like, he wasn't, like, level of Boston and Top until now. I don't... I, he, for these the, people. The Boston stuff I still struggle with. Because not in that I I can say there is a level of manipulation with what he does. I can say that, but I don't understand why he got that level of rage that the other two don't. And I still don't understand it because it top actually tried to be in a relationship knowing goodness. Well, he doesn't want to be in a relationship that feels more rage worthy than, than, him kind of stretching out his good thing for as long as he can. Yeah. I don't think, thing about I mean, top, I, and I said the emotional thing. manipulation, watching somebody do it, acknowledging that he's doing it, I think is very hard for people to yeah, accept as a fact versus like, if it's happening to you, but like you're not watching them do it or like mm-hmm. you're watching it happen to somebody, you can get mad, but not seeing them actively acknowledge that they're doing it is hard for people to like be able to circumvent around versus mm-hmm. this one we're literally watching each of them play their part and how it affects the other people and i think it's very hard for them to separate how all those things look and make them one or not yeah the oh. the one thing i have with top is i think it has been very in my back um, the one thing with yeah, the top, yeah. I think it's been very clear from the beginning that he he is interested in Mew because Mew is a virgin. Because all of his reactions around Mew are always centered around Mew being naive or like pure or all these things. And that to me is such an ick. Like Boston is a raging red flag toxic douchebag. Who will who everyone knows is a ra- <laughs> toxic red flag douchebag like he's the clearest red flag of everyone and it's the most in your face up front one so i don't have the biggest problem with him because he's the in his romantic relationships when it comes to his friendships i've got a i'm like no you are you are this is messed up and this is wrong and and uh what the heck are you even doing but then like top I don't like. We haven't even seen him with friends, and he is so creepy. I know. I keep noticing that his friends are not friends, so it's very interesting to watch all of that. It is, and so because like Nick's Nick has friends, Sand has friends. I haven't seen Top with friends, and and then he's so creepy with how he interacts with Mew that I'm like. Oh, creepy. Oh, gross. Yeah. I can't. If, if we had so to I, choose Top or Boston, it'd be Boston. I was going to say, uh, veering a little bit, but one of the things that I really think they drove home with the episode this week 
is this idea of what virginity means in everybody's mind because top is a good example the way he Which refers we all to said episode one we were all talking about this yes. very exact same thing yes this and idea that, it today. That, that it's innocent that he's inexperienced that he is so, they make him like dumb like somehow virginity removed his brain i don't know like he's so so naive and so incapable like, it's you like, can't be friends with boston in general and not know 90 percent of what's happening it was it, it's just such a uh, I, I think they uh, i was gonna say they um not elevated it but made it more so just to kind of drive the point home but now i don't even know I think that a, a lot of, because a lot of people were co-signing it that were watching it. They were like, he's so naive. He's a virgin. And I was like, oh my God, you are the show. <laughs> what is happening? You, It's like he wrote your character. Like, y'all know. It. And, and you said, Shannon, you were like, you really were driving home the fact that just because he hadn't had sex didn't mean he hadn't done other stuff. This man, and, and I kept saying, this is not his first rodeo. This is not his first rodeo. And it was 100% clear at how quickly he undressed Top and himself that he has done this before. It was like, man. Yeah. <laughs> there is no reticence. There has never been any reticence. The only time he stops is when he does not want penetrative sex. And I wonder if that's just not for him. And they're going to yeah. explore that. Uh, the actor or the uh, writer mentioned something about possibly Demi, which would make sense that he could yeah. go so far without penetration. And and the other the one thing though, I'm getting a lot of John Tucker Must Die vibes from from everything I'm at the that since the moment get... because Bowie was brought up. You should explain. You had mentioned, and it was something. Not everybody gets that. Don't reference. know John Tucker Must Die. Oh, so John. John Decker must die. It's a movie where this group of girls find out that they all have the same boyfriend or that he's been like leading them all on. Oh, I haven't watched this in ages. And so they all have the they, same boyfriend. And how They're all the same. <laughs> yeah. And what they um, realized is he was able to pull this off because they were all from like different groups. Different clicks. So none of them were talking to each other. And so they decide to take him down and they find someone who is going to like win him over, date him, and is not going to, like, sleep with him or do this stuff, and then it's just going to, like, crush him and destroy him. Watch the movie. I love it. But, yeah. oh, maybe I should watch it again before I say that. Anyways, um, <laughs> this is giving those sort of vibes, because we had thought. <laughs> What's up? Um, so, because we, because Red had said, I think, at the beginning, it is. It read us up at the beginning, like, I think um, that John Tucker must die vibes. And so I had been, like, watching and, like, kind of seeing. And I think this is the episode where I was like, whoa, if it goes that way, they've set it up. If that's the route they start taking, we've got the ex Boeing. we got Sam saying Top stole his ex. We have all these little connections. We have Mew being really weird with Top. But there was a so moment weird. where Top turns to Mew and goes... It's just that he likes things better when it takes time, when they don't come to him right away. And so there's supposed to be this comparison between Boston and Mew, but I was like, if this is a, a John Tucker must die type situation, then that Mew is 
dragging it out because this dude isn't going to stay hooked without without things going really really slow also if it does go that route i will be so excited yeah yeah that would be amazing yeah i'm trying i don't want to i did see i got caught up i saw the clip of like the last like the last scene and i was paying attention not the last scene the last uh cue which doesn't mean it's the last scene so i'm trying not to focus on it too much but i was like looking at who was left i was like <laughs> interesting but it's not who you would think so i don't know i don't know and and again last cue doesn't mean last scene so that's why i'm like let me not let my brain go there um but i wanted to say something about the shower scene and their conversation because he asked top like or top asked me like how was it and me was like eh, okay <laughs> you're just okay and then he's like it's so weird I really just yes. never cared about how someone else, the whole while he's saying it, he doesn't care because the dude just told you it wasn't good and you're not doing anything to fix that. You're not like, let's go again or what can I do better? Like you don't actually care. You're just saying the words. <laughs> Everything about them makes, makes me so flustered because it's all like words, but not actions and emotions that fit the words every mm -hmm. single time. Especially with those two, those two in particular yes. are the worst about the actions that they're doing do not match. And this is not a bad acting thing. I want to clarify that no, before anybody no, no. starts being like, it is superb acting. It's the fact that oh, the no. actions that they're doing do not match the words that they are saying. It's no different than him saying, and he gets al along with my friends. Check. And I was like, none of that just happened. None of it happened. <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> Every time. It's, it's not like he gets along with what? <laughs> so weird. And it was a smile like, no. <laughs> no, but when you think about that, because I thought about that when Ray was leaving his apartment and ray and then like what's his name Mew's like who hit you and then ray goes i should give him a trophy and leaves and i was like check gets along with your friends <laughs> oh my goodness it's so but you know what I find fascinating? There are, I don't know, I do think there are still people who are very emotionally attached to Mew and like believing the words that Mew says. Like I had several people be like, oh, he really likes Top. Like he, he believes he can change Top. And I'm like, is that what you think is happening? But what I'm realizing is they are writing Mew and Top like a typical BL couple, a toxic BL, typical BL couple. And people are just taking their BL sensibility. That's why I did that video today and going, yeah, that 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 looks right. Because all the words and everything match up to the romance that they're trying to place on this. There's no romance in that couple. None at all. None. They're literally checking these boxes themselves as viewers. Like they're yeah. real. Yeah. And they're just kind of proving what the writers and everything have been saying that things are shifting and that you can't look at everything the same way as it has always been because they're trying wow. to be more real world, more lifelike. And we're, we're past that. I have, I, like we're there. Shannon. Shannon. I had a thought. I saw the wheels spinning. 
was like, she's on, she's on to something. Um, my thought, my thought was, what if Mew and Sand are trying to take down Top? That's what I think. After this episode, I don't know if I ever said that. That's what I feel like after this episode. I think it's the most likely after this episode. But Nick is going to get in there somehow. Nick is too involved with two people inside and outside of the situation for it not to just him not to completely demolish everything. Should I? So I got, oh, I don't have it. Damn it. She's I wish I had frozen. The, she's fully frozen. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I didn't hear the conversation that you guys had about sand and Mew. Oh, that we think that they will work together? Yeah, we agreed with yeah. you. Take down. Yeah. So That's that was. Um, oh, sorry. I'm Man. back. I'm, um, so, yes, I thought Mew and Sand would make the most sense now that we know that Sand had his ex taken by Top and Mew is being so weird around Top. I was like, if those two got together, and it would explain why Sand is not running for the hills away from this group. Because he, yeah. he's, like, interacting so much with these people. Uh-huh. Did you guys see the picture? I wish I had. I would love to pull it up. Did you guys see the video I did about the picture? What picture? No. Oh, and, and Mew is holding on to Sands. Yeah, I did watch that video, Kelly. I did. <laughs> How do I do it? This is the picture. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen your video yet, but I have seen the picture. Yeah. So we were talking. I bet I could... Do we want to let now? Will that take us down a rabbit hole? What? I could what? share it. No, we're fine. We can just we'll figure out later. Yeah, I, I was saying because because Sand is trying to get away in this picture, and Mew was holding on to him, and that was really confusing to me. But if Mew and wait, did we say Mew and Sand were doing this together? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's still confused. Mew is holding on to Sand, but Ray is trying to pull Top. Ray and Mew are trying to pull Top off of Mew. They don't want him there at all. Yeah. Ray and who are trying to pull what? Mew. Mew. If you see Mew's hand. He's trying yeah. to make Top let go of him. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fun. So I think they're working together. Like Mew doesn't want to lose sand, but he's also not into top. So they got a little some something's yeah. going on. I definitely I'm excited to see how this is gonna play out because there's just Can't, there's a lot of interesting wormholes that we could take. It's exciting. I it is exciting. Also, I am getting mentally prepared for uh what's about to happen because I um I don't think going forward, I'm going to have kind things to say about Ray. And he's the first character. Like, I don't like Top. Um, and I, I don't think I've ever been super friendly about Top. But now I'm at a point where I'm like, with Ray, I'm like, no. Nope. I will, I will say, because I keep saying this, like every episode, we're going to get something new. And so then we have to be prepared to move with that new information. We still don't have enough information yet. So I can't hold on to a feeling about any of these too strongly yeah. because there's pieces we're missing. 
intentionally that could shift a lot of stuff. So I'm still waiting. Yeah, I'm disappointed and mad at Ray for things that happened in this episode in general. But I'm not holding on to any sort of anything for anybody because I know it's just going to get flipped on its head by the end of it. And cool. I'm afraid if I do, then I'll, it'll taint how I view something and it won't be what it is. because I, I'm too I think I'll miss something. Yeah. I, I am going to have my view tainted. I am going to stick with this with Ray. We know. We know. I'm going to go down on this it ship. and everything. <laughs> you, will, you will twist everything up to make sure. <laughs> well, because my one thing is, is I'm just like, I, w- I can look at someone later on and be like, okay, this was not a good situation. You didn't do anything wrong like this. He will never be a person I will like. I will be anxious every single scene he is in with another person for the rest of the series. Um, after the opening of this episode with him in the bathtub and you coming, that was the moment where I was like, oh no. Cause I, I had suspected, I think we all had suspected there was that kind of like history between him and you, but that was when, I started getting really anxious. And so then when it was Mew and him in the bedroom, I was I was like, ah, I can't get rid of this anxiety now um, when he's in these scenes. And then and so I'm 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 gonna dive in because this I hate that I don't know which direction this camera goes. So anyways, uh, I gotta dive in because I really that scene in the bedroom with Ray and Mew. I, I've said this, I think even on a previous episode, I don't like when they write dubious consent in a lot of the BLs because it's written not to like, not so not so where they're having like conversations about things, but it's there because they couldn't write a non-con. So they just covered it up as dubious consent. This show has written actual dubious consent where you have to be like, okay, yeah, this is not a fantastic situation. Um, right. We're going based off the fact that everyone seems to be okay with the outcome. Like it didn't seem to cross this person's boundaries. So I'm guessing this is all right. And we had multiple dubious consent moments in this episode alone. <laughs> um, but that was a non-con. That was no consent, none. And then on top of it, there was no possibility that consent could be given. Nope. So when Ray, when when he like Mew was asleep and he thought about it. On top of that, yep. And then on top of that, they had the conversation about how he had called Top first. Like this wasn't even. And Ray knows about Top, knows about Mew. Mew has explained their relationship, like all this kind of stuff. And so for that to then happen, I just went no. I, I will not at any point later in the show be able to look at Ray. I have a lot of sympathy and like an, an empathy for his past, for his history, for like the character. I will not be able to look at him the same. And after that scene, all the scenes with him and like sand and all this kind of stuff have me anxious. And I'm just looking at it and now I'm anxious because I'm like, I know what Ray is capable of. I know what boundaries he is willing to completely ignore, not just another person's boundaries, but also just like society's morals um, of what he's willing to ignore. And then on top of it, when he had that final conversation with Mew about it and we hear his voiceover, he says, I thought I meant the same to him as he meant to me, but it's not true. So I guess I'll move on. And I was like, you learn nothing. I just, I was 
nothing has sunk into you. you you're just looking for this new something. And so you're going to sand. And so everything around him gives me so much anxiety. And then we know he's got um, drug issues and alcohol issues and all this other stuff. Everything with him gives me so much anxiety. And I just, I can't, I don't like him and I can have sympathy for him and the stuff that's gone through with his past. And I do not like him. And I had people say, well, cause I said he's capable of, uh, can we say all this on here? That's yeah. I think we're fine. Okay. Yeah. I said he's capable of sexual assault. And then someone said, well, it only happened once you're acting like it's a pattern. And I will say this, this is speaking from my, this is speaking from experience. You don't wait for the pattern. Do not wait for it to be a pattern. It happens once, go. How do Don't we wait know for a pattern. Well, and to be fair, it technically happened twice, but the first one was more dubious and allowed, but he said no. Everything after that, immediately, yeah. until explicit yes, was he, immediately wrong. He yeah. started with dubious. He started with dubious consent, and then he went to no consent. And that was kind of like my thing is I'm like, Yep. It always starts small. And I appreciated how this show did it because in other shows, we're always thrown straight into where we're like, that is no consent. What just happened here is so wrong. And I appreciate that it was such a small thing where I think most people, and I even have people say, oh, you know, it was just a kiss. So people said it was just a kiss. Um, I don't consider that sexual assault. And I'm like, we, oh my gosh. And I was saying that, I was like, it is. It is sexual assault. I've had to help that people name it. On our face, those of you who are listening, we are yeah. looking at that statement. And and that's also, and I say this all the time, it does not have to be the worst to be bad. And that is why I think it's so important. Like this, this was sexual assault. It was not okay in any sense of the word. And that is why when I look at this man, I'm like, no, it, it, and I don't wait for it to be a pattern. And everyone's like, well, it hasn't happened more than once. I'm like, it shouldn't have happened once. It shouldn't even have happened once there was, and that's where, yeah. I was really thankful at how they wrote that scene because uh, like you said, they took away any kind of, you couldn't reason any of it away and you didn't yes. get the excuses that you normally could. I like you so much. I just couldn't help myself. All that BS that they usually write mm -hmm. in yourself, they didn't put any of it in there. It wasn't a split second moment. He didn't even try to really stop himself. He just really looked at him and was like, I want that. And then yeah. he went and he did it. And yeah. he was not worried at all about what Mew wanted. In fact, he knew what Mew wanted. Mew had stated what he wanted. I can't be with you. I won't be with friends. And he yeah. Still did it anyway. And yep. it was explicit afterwards that none of it was okay. So they yep. followed through. I loved that part. I love that they immediately point. addressed that it was not okay and that he needed to reflect on what he did and acknowledge yes. what he did was wrong. And then you could tell that they had not talked until that time that he showed up at his house. Yeah. Because yeah. he said, if I, if I had asked, like if I'd messaged you, you, you wouldn't would have, have let me you. Yep. And <laughs> one of, and one of the other things I'm glad that they showed was set. Yeah. And and because so for me, like when people are like, oh, you dislike him more than Top and Boston. I I think people are missing so many parallels and similarities. Top said, Wow, I this is the first time I've cared about someone's emotions when I'm like having sex with them in a while. And Mew was like, What the hell? Ray, uh, Sam tells Ray, if you want to be my friend. 
you have to care about my feelings. I'm like Boston and Ray, both not Boston top and Ray both have this, a conversation in the show about caring about the person you are interested in or just a friend's feelings and how they feel about things. And then, and so I'm like, there's all these like parallels between them all with similarities they share. And so it's just interesting to me what people latch onto, but that, that kiss for me with Ray, no. And like, and I'll be, you know, I can watch, but any scene with him going forward, I'm going to have so much anxiety around and just him interacting with everyone. Um, and it was, like I said, you can, Mew could have been in that situation with Boston. He was in that situation with top and he was not sexually assaulted. So that's when it, when I come to it with uh, Ray, when people are like, Oh, you know, he just loved him. And this is the person I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't if give a shit. Him, he wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Or because oh, people won't do it. And I, and I really want to give her the idea. Like, it's kind of like, I can see where it's, I will never see. We'll never see where they're coming from. You were going to say something? Uh, a couple things, but you can go first. Oh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say also in Ray's pursuit of sand, he's constantly, constantly stepping over every boundary that Sam puts down. He has the entire time. Now I say I can see it because I feel the feelings and I think, what tricks people with Ray more so than everyone else? Like top, I don't feel feelings. I don't feel <laughs> feelings with Boston. Ray is more dangerous. And I said this in my reaction and I said it in my video because he is able to do that emotional connect. But he, he can emotionally connect with you as a viewer and with the person he is pursuing um, and unless you're a Mew, who I don't know where his emotions are, <laughs> you can get sucked in very easily. And yep. then he is then using you. He is using you He's and using the, your emotions, the air, your emotions you have for him to fill himself up. I don't know if you've seen It's Okay Not to Be Okay, but yeah. I said the the book about the the boy who feeds on nightmares or something like that, where he's eating he can't get full and so he starts to eat mom's limbs and and everything that is ray for me ray can't get full ray is constantly hungry and he's just trying to fill up on whoever will allow him to gobble him up and yeah. stands about to be chomped on <laughs> and another reason why i'm getting really i well i mean i'm nervous for all the reasons we've already said but like another reason that they made sure to make you have to worry about sand with Ray going forward is they use the same dialogue with yes. what he said to sand about you saved me. So I'll save you. He was the same conversation he had with Mew. Yeah. Right after everything that happened. Mm -hmm. So like, and they did it with several people, which I thought was very interesting, but that was the one that hit the most because it was the same exact statement. So he's moving his focus from you to sand. Yeah, now you got me thinking because I was like, the hell was Boston up to taking that picture? Was Boston the first one? I I still think something yeah. happened with Boston and either Mew or Ray that has gotten to this point. Yeah. I do not know because he looked happy taking that video. He did. He and it does not happy. make sense. Like there is no reason. I was like, except and I also noticed that he was also not trying to cheer Ray up at all. No, he, wasn't. he could care less. And and he's just been stirring the pot with them this whole time. I, yeah, I, I, I was directly to Sand to start stirring. 
Now look at me trying to look at the picture and again. Stand, uh, to Ray. Like he'll, he will start with Ray on stirring the pot and then he'll go to all the other places to like. Yeah. And I, and I, I do think Top was brought in to piss off Ray and then it started backfiring. <laughs> His plan, Boston's not a planner. Okay. Let's just, let's throw that out there. Man's not, he should never be in management. So he's just bad at it. Not great. No. I will also say with Boston and Nick, I, I go back and forth with Boston and Nick. Um, you know, because people have hard lines when it comes to them. But one of the things I noticed is it's never Boston initiating the push, the 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 uh, the slight moving of the meter of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Boston's usually like, you can do this or this, and then Nick gets sad and he goes, I don't, I want to do this, but I don't want to do it with someone sad. So here, I'll give you this, and then he's fine. And then we go every time. It's Nick kind of being like, oh. it's a better version of bargaining than and then you. Boston being like, oh, we can, I can, maybe we'll be more. Um, maybe like, but here's the thing: Nick's not dumb. Nick knows he's being fed a line. This is the part when everyone's like, he's being manipulated. I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna piss people off. But is he? Oh yeah, is he being manipulated just like Mew? Nick's I think he's manipulating. He, it was at a point where I was like, he has stated m multiple times to different characters this episode alone that he knows who Boston is. He knows that Boston is not this type of person. He understands what situation he is in. And he has stated that he is like Boston. And I'm like, what? And I have learned, I have learned that when someone tells you, even if you're like, no, you're a good person or a kind person. If someone is, tells you, actually, I'm trash listen to them they yeah. know themselves yes that i i feel like now I, okay i think i'm click because every time i try to have this argument or this debate i can't deny that what boston does is manipulative it is but nick is his is manipulating in his own way and just because what boston's doing is manipulative does not mean nick is getting manipulated and i think right. that's the part people can't yeah. That's what I said. I said in any other situation, any others with any other person, I would say, yeah, Boston is one thousand percent leading them on, manipulating them. But only with this oh, specific person, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> just because it's Nick, I'm like, I don't think this dude's leading him on. I don't think he's manipulating him because. And when Nick went to top, I was like, Boston can't lead this fucking man on, okay? Because if he was leading him on, if he was, you know, manipulating him, leading him on, Nick would have blown his shit up with Mew and top he would have like rained fire down but no and i said it i said because it doesn't matter what boston says it doesn't matter what he does all nick wants is boston so he oh. is going to figure out how to get through the situation so that he's still with boston and what do you do went to top to tell top to stay away because if um, you went to mew mew would have talked to boston yes yep. yeah and he is doing yeah. everything to keep to keep positive. And so I'm just looking at them like, Ugh. also, I hope it all comes together at one moment. I hope everything just goes boom at the exact same time for everyone. That there's just like some pin that falls on a place and it hits pin. all of them, all of them at the same time. I'm very excited. I'm to figure out who the linchpin is. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I that's the multiple. mystery for me. I think that's. Uh, I don't know. Well, so there's a picture 
from when they first started, you know, when they were doing all those, like, here's all of our connections, but like, they kind of would like leave certain parts out. There's a connection between Chom and sand. Chom and sand. And all it said was, it was like sand to Chom and it was a question mark. And that's all it was. Uh, I was like, I have not seen them interact at all yet. I need to know Chom more. I was like, like, I don't the deal. Chom I mean, is very like, she's in and out all at the same time. I'm very confused of like her, her in the, everything. I feel like it's the ex. I feel like this is going to be the thing that that kind of makes it going is related to Chom. I think everyone's going to have some sort of connection to this ex. Do we think the ex is still with us? I feel like okay. I was worried about that. Uh, I was worried that the ex isn't around anymore. I think the ex is still with us. I think because he's like, oh, he kept the airplane. And I thought that was very interesting. And Sand is very pissed. Like, yeah. throwing fists immediately. In his defense, in minor minor defense, that motherfucker did back up into his... He into did! His motorcycle. I was like, he was apologizing to the person until he saw the person. I was like, bitch, you did it! And then he was like, oh, what? <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> we... Uh, we still don't know like all of Top's backstory and all that stuff, but Sand since day one has been rolling his eyes and just done with Top, like so wow. done with Top. Uh, I really want to know more about this ex because I think I think everyone's gonna have some sort of connection thing. Mm. Can I just say, since we made it back to the ex, I find it very interesting that Top chose to confess about Boeing. The like or that Mew focused on wanting to know about the bee and not anything else. He's like, you gotta tell me the truth too. I was like, oh, so we'll finally find out, you know, about Boston. No, no, it's the ex. Let me. I would much rather admit to you about my drug use and this random ex plane that I have, and not the fact that I just fucked your best friend. And he sh did you notice he took him to a mew into another was that the same photo booth or a different yes. that was messy oh my god and he took oh, the same yes, photo he took the same photo with mew that little like sniff kiss on the cheek i was like oh. i was like this dude i was I like wow my jaw dropped so many times this episode i know i was I really like maybe Maybe Boston has a little bit of a reason, not like an excuse or whatever, but like, well, I'm trying to realize maybe there's a reason he's uh, so attached to Top. Top's dragging everyone into photo booths. Like, um, and I, I have a question, mostly because my brain was trying to figure it out, and I have not had enough time to process everything that I just watched. Um, but the uh, does does Boston's dad live in the hotel? Because he got off on a different floor. What do you mean? Who got off on a different floor? So like floor? Boston was in the hotel or wherever wherever Top He was lived. in the same hotel as Top. He was in the hotel, went into the room, but he got off on a different floor. Um, and we just found out that his dad is running for like some sort of or some sort of yeah, political thing. thing. I thought about that. 
I know. I was like, there's a lot. There's a lot. But my brain was like, he was full on like trying to get with him right. in the thing. And when he was like, no, he's like, okay. And then like he got off, but then Top stayed in and like went up to <gasps> Is that foreshadowing where he was like, it's better that a photo doesn't exist at all because of this with my dad? I'm like, dude, there is an audio, a uh -huh. very vivid audio of you floating around. But like it, it just it it added to Nick's rage because he knows that there is a photo with him and another man. Yes. Because it wasn't like he was asking for like boudoir pictures together. He was just asking for a selfie together, and he's like, no. And he's but like, there's you don't four trust whole me. pictures with top, just chilling in his bedroom. It. So I had said because people were like, you know, Boston needs to tell Nick he doesn't like all this kind of stuff, and I and I think that I think that Boston does like Nick. He enjoys being mm -hmm. with him. This is Boston is my standard, standard fuck boy. You know, like this is the type of person I expect to meet if I'm getting into this type of situation. Uh, and so I'm like, you know, there is like a chance that maybe Nick could get a relationship on this, but not now. There's no way in hell. Like now, after all the shit that Nick has been doing and moving and all this kind of stuff, I'm like, this is cat. And also, I just, I want to like talk to these characters. I'm really like, Nick. What the hell do you see in Boston? Like, good God. What is it as a this obsession? Like what what exactly tied you to this obsession and now you're just rolling with it? Like what? What this, was it? I, I still can't get past people's like rage around this because it started, like you said, as a hookup. He initiated. He mm -hmm. did but Boston did not pull Nick. Nick pulled Boston. Everyone's acting like all of this was like Boston did all of this to this person. No, this person was like, mm, that one. I'm gonna doe eyes at him. I'm gonna put my picture in his phone. I'm gonna jack off to him. And then I'm going to like invite myself to sleep with him in my freaking workplace. I just, this is not a romance. I don't understand people. It, it has been absolutely crazy watching um, Nick and Boston because I, I just, I just look at them because for me, top is, top is very similar to Boston, right? But he's the one who's like, yeah, I want more. I'll get, you know, we can be more, we could be this. And then like Boston said, it doesn't go over three months because he doesn't actually want more. He wants the chase. He wants all this kind of stuff. And then he's gone. And and Top even said that's what he does in the shower scene with Mew. And so to me, a lot of the stuff I see, everyone's like, oh, my Boston did this. I'm like, that's something Top would do. I'm like, that that is something Top would do. And Sorry, so, my brain just went, that's a really sad three months for whoever if they're not getting any any sort of, like they're getting he it has a lot of enemies. Oh yeah, this is a lot. But then so because I was like, top to me is a different, he's like the devil you know. I told someone this, he's the devil you know. You know what you're getting with top. You're going in, you know what you're getting, you're knowing this is a douche and all this kind and he's like, he's there for sex. Yeah. Well, top, wait, wait, wait. Not everybody knows. We're we're experiencing this through Mew. These Boston. Other Sorry, I'm at Boston. Oh, you said top. Oh, I was like, yeah. hey, Boston. Top. Boston's the devil you know. <laughs> because top. literally everyone knows. Everyone who talks yeah. to Nick is yeah. like, um, Boston? He's got a reputation. Boston's Stan, like, this. Stan's like, why? What is, why? Huh? He, he, like, yeah. he showed yeah. up to bring the boxes in and he's like, what are you doing in my house? <laughs> like, to me, top 
leaves way much car more carnage because you need to go. I will be back. I'm just going to turn off the camera and the mic. Keep talking. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like Top leaves way more carnage in his path because think about being in a three-month relationship with someone that you think you have now like found this person and they have figured out what it is you want and they are pretending to be the love of your life. Like he gets off on playing the part of a perfect boyfriend. Yep. Only to dump you, probably without any reason. You're never going to understand what happened. You're never going to get any real closure because you were never in the relationship to begin with. Yeah, you that guys, like cool. him and you were not in the same relationship. No, he was acting it's a part. Oh, it's it, gross. That's why, like, every time they're like, we're the same. I was like, you are, but you're not. I was like, you are in different fonts. I was like, mm -hmm. you're saying the same thing in different fonts. And that's oh. <laughs> change of location scared me. <laughs> it was a jump scare. <laughs> to go around a little bit, find a new place. <laughs> it was all good. Um, yes, I agree with what you guys were saying. <laughs> yeah. It just mm. <sighs> okay. I will say we're hitting our one hour mark. You know what? We should, while this show is coming out, just drop one of these every week because I love talking about this show. I, I kind of want to. Is that cool? It will just be only friends podcast for a little while. Yeah, because it's so much fun. It is. It's a ton and There's of fun. just so much to it. Like, yeah, this is, this reminds me of when we were talking about the eclipse and like we, every week that came out, we were just making oh. more connection to what was happening. But like, oh gosh, instead yeah, of, a lot of fun. making connections to what's happening in society, we're making connections of what would actually happen in situations like this. And it, I am enjoying it. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. You know what's funny? I thought about this when Kelly was talking about um, Ray and Sand. One of the things I said about Ray and Sand, like one of the first videos I made about them, I was for episode two and I, I was like, I've seen this type of relationship before with these two types of people. And I was like, and it's going to absolutely like, it's going to wreck them because I think both of them have their emotions on their sleeves. Yeah. And so it's when, when you, and bad boundaries, I'm like, and when you have this combination, you throw in substance abuse and then, you know, you throw in all this other stuff and it is, it's an explosion waiting to happen. A very, it's a, a unique explosion. Like everyone's creating their own. But I'm like, ooh, yeah. I am scared by how many, the comments that I'm getting that make me the most concerned are how many people are like, maybe Sand can be the one that saves him. Stop I see this all the time. Oh my God. Ow. To stop that. What are they thinking? Someone said that on Twitter today. They were like, oh, it was a very beautiful tweet. I want to say this. First off, people on Twitter, you should all be writers because gorgeous but also no so like what they said was they were like Mew said that ray was like a ray of sunshine and ray said oh you don't think i burned too hot and then they said the thing that can handle heat is sand and i was like no 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 and i'm going down I'm like that is beautiful yeah, yeah, but beautiful, right beautiful but also i was like no because and this is what i said from the beginning i'm like no one no one is equipped to handle the level of issues that Ray has. 
he he needs to go find professional help and get walked through. He needs to find a group of people who are have, going through similar things just to help because I'm like, this is too much, too much for your friends, for your significant other. Like, it's a lot. I know you were going to say, I don't want to go. Over I was just going to say, it's very um, telling to me, or not telling, it's very symbolic to me that Sand kept telling the first two-ish, two and a half episodes, kept telling Sand, or kept telling Ray to go seek professional help. Yes. From the yes. beginning. Like, yes. day one. Yeah. I was going to say another thing that there's so many things that are are just sprinkled in. And if you don't catch it, remember, you kept telling me, Shannon, I don't know if he has a substance abuse in the first episode because they kept calling him a lightweight. Did you catch in the two years ago conversation where he turned to heavyweight? and said, you know, I'm a heavyweight. Yep. 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 I caught that. And the first I was like, I'm sorry. Why you're what now? Because mm -hmm. I called that. I called yeah, that. Yeah, me too. And I was like, the lightweight like doesn't. We, we were all sitting here like, why did they call him a drunkard and then also call him a lightweight? I didn't. It is. Don't understand. And then also, I remember where I was like, I was like, we haven't seen like day drink. Like how they set everything up at the beginning. I was like, this is pretty normal college level drinking. And then the episode hit, and I was like, that's day drinking. This is not a. That's a flap. That's day drinking. And I was like, there it is. It was in the next episode. <laughs> like, I didn't see this. He didn't do that. So I don't know, guys. And, and they were like, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, there it is. It was kind of, it's funny to me because to me, it let me know that these people, that the writers and everyone knew what they were writing. I was like, because if it had just been like, oh, he's a drunk and it was just them going out to bars that night drinking, I'd have been like, okay, they added that flask. They added conversations about, oh, you're back to this. I thought this was getting better. They added, and I was like, oh, you know what? You've gone through this or, or you know something about this. And then even with Top and the drugs, where they had Top pull out those drugs and then dump them in a cup of water. <laughs> Anyone who knows anything was like, this is not, this is not a, oh God, dump out the water. This is not how this works. This is not going well. So, so to go back to that, my takeaway from that was he did try to get clean for a while and something had triggered him just to go back. And that's where he became the lightweight because he hadn't been drinking. He had like tried to clean up. And even Mew references that you, I thought you had gotten better. I thought we weren't doing, are we back yep. to this? So it's recent, whatever the trigger was, is recent enough for them to still be calling him a lightweight. I don't know how long he got clean. Wait. What happened there? But how recent? Because at the bar, everyone was shocked he wasn't drinking. I thought but he was referencing day drinking. I thought he was referencing day drinking specifically when he said, I thought this had gotten better. I thought it was like, oh, he'd just been keeping it to partying. So I'm, I'm tying it to the lightweight too, because you yeah. can drink and not, not be full on into it again. Like he could be someone who said, look, I figured it out. I can drink this much. You know what I mean? Like I know how to control it. I feel like maybe that's what. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was kind I've of like, a before, I've seen that before. I, you know, the top part where top was like, I'm not addicted. Yeah. I can quit today. I was like, mm, heard this before. Oh, seen this stuff before. Okay. 
So realistic. I scream so much was like, you can give up for a day if you know how to get it again. That's yeah. The, like, and I was like, phone number. That dude knows your house. Like, there is no way. That you are close enough to that dealer that he makes house calls. That is a different level. And I, you know, I just and to me, I'm, and when I look at all this, I'm like, this is such a recipe for disaster. I. I have seen this just destroy friends' lives. Yes. Absolutely destroy yes. friends' lives. Get yes. so bad. And you don't... And what I appreciate about the show is I'm like, you don't always see it. Because it's just... People are fun and they're great to hang out with. And then later on, you realize what was behind the fun. What what was sitting there that like maybe you didn't see right away. And then now it's that of really... You know, now people's lives are ending marriages are falling apart like all this stuff is now falling out and i feel like we are in past the middle point for so many of these people's stories with their um addiction and we're we're about to hit the lives falling apart part when it's in your home yeah and you don't see you see it but there's even there's this this part of you that does this deniability piece mm -hmm. well i you know you there there are markers of things that clearly this is an issue again we're back in this place again, but you can lie to yourself. Like it is a difficult, I'm going to preach it to the choir, difficult position to be in and the best person with the best intentions may not be able to with, with my, I'll just say with my roommate, cause he's very open about it. It, his mom had to come at the end of it all. We were not equipped. We were not equipped to help him. We were not equipped to do all of the things. And so when I am adamant about it, it's because I know I'm not a bad person because I couldn't pull him out of that. I am not, you know, and he didn't want to be there, but I also understood I couldn't do anything. And he was also had health stuff going on. So there was a point where he was locked in his room. When his mother broke down the door and found him, he was in the fetal position in a corner behind his bed like that's where he and and she scooped him up took him away and she handled it and she was but we couldn't friends yeah you're not a bad friend if you can't we weren't equipped for that we weren't that, equipped for that. i've been saying this over and over again these people are not equipped to handle the level of issues so many of these characters have they are just they're not equipped for it and it's and there's nothing wrong with that but people who don't realize they're not equipped for it are going to get sucked into stuff. It's going to hit you. It's going to affect you. And it's going to, it's going to leave you with your own trauma from this because you weren't equipped for something and you were trying to handle it. Oh, I, I didn't know somebody else. If Heather I was just going to say, it's a lot like um, for at least how I look at it, people think that they can help somebody, but it's not, a one time I'll fix you this one time kind of situation. These problems that these people are dealing with um, are long term and more than just, you know, I'll take you to therapy three times a week for the next mm -hmm. month. It is their entire life has to change yep. and for a very long time before yep. nobody has to help them. If mm -hmm. you're going to be the person to help them, it's literally you're helping them the whole time because the moment anything else in their life changes, they go back. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, it it seems like he's dealing with a relapse. My roommate, when we, he, mm -hmm. he had been clean for like five years. We were, we were like, oh, cool. We're good. Like,
come on, live with us. And it was great for a while. It was, I, don't, I still don't know what his trigger was, right? But it was slow, like you said, it came slow. It wasn't noticeable in the beginning. And you, don't um, see it. you know, you just, it, it's a lot. Well, and sometimes gonna... it's like, oh, it's not that bad. It's like, it's like when you go to your doctor or something and, and they ask, are you eating healthy? Cause you're like, I can't lose weight. I can't figure out what's going on. And they're like, well, are you eating healthy? And you're like, yeah, I eat like protein and vegetables every single day and blah, blah, blah. Because you don't see how, like, I don't know, just like you having a dessert this big every single day along with whatever. Or you can explain away you not being able to work out or whatever it is, how that could be contributing to what's happening. Like, everything is always in small portions. Yeah. Like, it's not just all of a sudden you just gained a whole bunch of weight. It's not like all of a sudden you're an alcoholic. It's like, yeah, little by little, it was like an extra shot this time. Next time it's an extra two shots. Like it literally could be anything. And I wish people would look at it more as like, they're like, Oh yeah, it's an addiction, but they need to help him. I was like, that's not their job. It's not, they can be there to support him, but they can't be the thing that crutches him through because it drains them, even if he gets better, now they're in trouble because it affected them and how they look at their life and live their life. And they're kids. And they're in high they're in like college. They're yeah. And the other thing, this is I like how you said, like it starts out slow. You don't always see it. And the other thing is because it starts out slow, you get used to some things. And so stuff where if you were to see it in a stranger, you would be like, Versus got some problems when it's someone, you know, who has slowly built to this, you have adjusted, you've adjusted to changes. You've adjusted to other things. It's, it's harder to see like how bad it is before it's really, really bad. But this is also, I want to tie it back to Ray and the, the kiss, the sexual assault. Cause my whole point where I'm like, where I'm taking a really hard stance is I'm like, it starts small. People don't realize that people gen normally, they don't begin this by going out. I'm not sure what I can say on here. They don't normally begin it by like just going out and then they just rape someone. No, oh, maybe we have to edit that. It normally starts small. They figure out what boundaries they can like push. You know, what will people, where can they begin it? And then like how to like break down boundaries so people don't keep constantly putting it up. And that was one for me where I'm like, yeah, it seems insignificant. seems so small. Like this is a friend, you know them, you can move past this. Me? No, absolutely not. I won't move past it. Cause I'm not going to wait for the second time. I won't be alone with this person ever again. That will never happen because I have so many other relationships where that never happened. Was never a concern, was never a thing to worry about. And so and that, and I want to do that too. Like this, it it starts small. It starts small. And, and that's why I think it's important. Like it's a big deal and it should be a big deal. Even if it seems small. I was going to say, I know I keep talking about this show. I may destroy you, but I feel like the title is so perfect for this conversation. Cause the whole concept of that show is this, this is not like a bad person, the lead character. And she has had something horrible happen to her, but she is also very Ray. Like she is a whirlwind and her friends are not equipped to handle this trauma that she's been through. And also this idea, there's this whole fantasy we put around trauma and how we handle it as people. And like, 
this whole like picture we paint, she's gone through trauma, but she's still, you know, su abuses substances. She still goes out with dudes every night afterwards. Like none of that shifts. She's still kind of the whirlwind she was before. And so it, it makes it, it makes it, it shouldn't make it difficult to support her because this horrible thing happened to her. But as our society goes, you know, it, it, it is. Um, and she kind of sucks them all into her world. And that is the whole concept of like, I may destroy you my whole, when you got, you cut caught in my whirlwind, when you may come down with me, if I can't get myself up again, I don't know. I love that series so much. <laughs> I want everyone to watch it. It's so good. I can understand that. Huh? I was going to understand why you would like that series because it actually sounds really good. So good. It's so good. It's so well written. It reminds me of this very much. Yeah. They're very similar in a lot of ways. I am. I'm just happy that we have shows. I'm not going to say this is like the first BL that's tried to tackle these issues. There's been other ones that have touched on things, but I'd say this is the first one that's made probably put so many in one. And then also everything is so very human, so yeah. human that it's, it's kind of a little bit scary. They feel human. Like when I'm talking, when I'm like, Oh, and Ray is like, this just feels like someone, you know, I met on the train who, phenomenal acting i yeah oh my god it's so good i don't yeah. know that people understand it's the subtle characters that people don't usually give the credit to and i did a video about book but force and book oh when force and book are like when he pulled out the drugs and all stuff i looked up Forrest's face and i was like is this is this man high? Like when you look at top and then his, yeah, his eyes oh and the God. way he was, I was like, dude, this oh, man. Yeah. All of a sudden you just like clue in a page. And I was like, Oh my God. And also like it. And then, then like, I think later or whatever, they would pan to different like scenes with him in it. I'm like, has he been high this whole thing? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which makes so much more sense about why everything is off with him. Like, why did this man dive into this lake like a crazy person? Never mind. <laughs> There's so many moments now where I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. I get it now. Wow. <laughs> People are like, why, why, you know, why was he letting this thing happen in the shower with Boston drugs? <laughs> Looking at all this, I'm like, I get it. And now stuff is clicking. <laughs> oh man, oh, so good. I this show so has good. so much, and I'm loving it each time. I know it will destroy me. I'm like, oh, I know. Preparing myself for it to destroy me because I know what's going to destroy me is whatever's going to happen with Ray and Sand. Oh my god, I know it. I know it will destroy me. I'm we can all feel it. it. But I I'm was also like, at the end. They were just holding hands. And I was like, Ugh, it's going to be so bad. <laughs> I, I know I've taken this very hard stance with Ray. Let me say this real fast. First and Cow, the chemistry they can produce from a freaking look. And I'm just sitting there like, I really do not like Ray and I do not trust this man. But my God, please stop. Stop making eye contact because this is. Stop staring, stop staring at him, please. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I can, it like. Feels, I can feel it on my skin when they're together. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. I will and I, say that uh, Ray does not look at Mew that way. 
Oh, Ray is not into Mew. I don't, he's not. I didn't. I didn't get. I, no, I, I think I, I think he's stuck on like that's his like person. But I think you can have a person that's not your person. Mm. And I don't think he knows how to like. A hundred percent. The I really I also I just want to say Neil and Mark blowing everything out of the water. I yeah. was shocked yeah. when they showed because they like literally just showed up. We got them in the episode and then they were like, we're just going to run with this. And I was like, holy shit. And then even today in this episode, they had, it's a cute moment. Even though I look at those two and I'm like, you guys are the worst pairing. I'm like, you should not be together. But when it was the whole question about like the photo and all this stuff. And then um, Boss is being all cute and putting like little kisses on Nick's shoulder before, you know, all this stuff. I was like, you guys are cute. You do cute things. You have these cute moments. You got all this cute stuff. And then also, what amazes me with their acting is I'm like, you guys are really cute together. And then at other moments, I'm like, oh, man. It's terrifying. You're crazy. We got snippets today, I would say, of Boston. In the trailer, in the trailer, Boston is losing his absolute shit. And we got snippets of that person today where he's like getting pushed to this point where he's like not understanding why this stuff is not happening, how he think it he thinks it should. And then even with Nick, we got point we got snippets of Nick where I was like, you something's gonna come out with you. I don't know what you're gonna turn into, but mm-hmm. can I just say and, and to add to this, so like we always talk about how first is ridiculously good at his like micro expressions. Oh, yeah. Did you say that Mark is also extremely good at these micro expressions? Oh yeah, insanity. I mean, every time they have a conversation, and then Mark and the what is his name? What is his name? Nick is like, oh, I feel it. I'm like, no, I don't want you to be sad. Make a noise, but like you see, like the face drop, and I'm like, like I have to rewind because like I've, I'm like looking somewhere else, and then. Somebody will say something and I hear who it is and they're like, oh shit, what did he say? <laughs> because he says it so much with his face. And yeah. Like, it's I'm like, like this is a real human. Yeah, like if, and I know that if I am getting that reaction from seeing Nick, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not the one hooking up with him. Boston is. Boston is definitely just all the time. I'm like, Boston, make him happy. Like, make, make him flip it happy. And I think Boston's like, all right, what do I got to do to make you happy? Okay, I'll yeah. do this now. Okay. I, I do. He cares about Nick more than he cares about anybody else because I've never seen, like, from what I understand, if he tracks the way everybody tracks him, uh, he doesn't care about what the other person is feeling. He just wants that's off and that's thing. it. But he changes all of his boundaries for, for Nick. Nick. Mm. And I just want to be clear, that's not healthy. It's not helping yeah. either of them no, that no, he's doing no, this. Because people always come in and they're like, this is going to be, I'm like, this is not healthy. If you've got a boundary, you put it there for a reason. Remember why you put it there before you remove it. Is truly yeah. her girlfriend. So, like, so far, that's the only healthy thing I I've seen. Even that's questionable. But. I'm, like, looking at this. I'm like, would you give us some more lesbians, please? <laughs> they're just there for the aesthetic. And I, I really like that is. aesthetic. So bring it, bring it in. Give me I more. Fascinates me how little those two are in Chum has been very little in this story. 
And chewing and doesn't have like, any substance. So I need to understand like, what what's happening. This is this is why I think Boeing might be the thing that connects everyone and then we might get um chum like dragged in. Uh and also I'm just throwing out there. Yeah, look John to be in this show. And we got what little tiny snippets of her? We don't even get to see her that much. Hi. No, I want please more. Okay, we should talk about it. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I, I just, so far, my favorite thing of this episode, other than, like, the things that we learned, was there was at least, at minimum two, I'm pretty sure there was three or four exact um, conversation um, parallels between different people. So, like, there was the yes. one with Ray, Ray and Sand and Ray and Mew. And so that was a parallel that was like the same conversation. And then the the other one that I currently remember, I know that there's one more because I caught it when it was happening, but I don't remember it right now. The other one was that the conversation that Top and uh, Neo's character, whatever that is, um, and Mew, yeah, Boston. And then Mew and Top had the same conversation, but it, it was like, from their point of view, but saying the same exact thing to top. And I thought that was very interesting because that was the reason why I thought that he knew about Boston and top already, because he said something, it was the same exact thing he had said to him either in the car or in the elevator, but like it was the same thing that Boston had told him. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I don't think like I'm too naive for you or something like that. And like, he had that whole conversation. I was like, does he know about Boston? Like, that's what I thought that conversation yes. was leading to. And then he was like, I want to know about the bee on the plane. I was like. I so stuck on that though. Because no <laughs> person says I'm too naive for you. No one who's naive like calls out their naivete. Like no. that's not how that works. When he said that, I was like, are we hearing this? <laughs> yeah. That man confuses me so much. Mew is the yeah. reason why I'm so stuck on trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah. There, there's been multiple moments where I thought Mew knew about Top and Boston. Literally in the yeah. first episode, when yeah. Mew yeah. and Top are like getting it on, and then Mew says, "I like can't do it with someone like I've just met." He goes, "I'm not Boston," and I was like, "Why was this? What? Okay, like that just so yeah." There's been so many times where I'm like. If it gets to the end of the show and then Mew's like, wow, I just had no clue. And I'm actually just genuinely like the best character in this show. And everything's just been happening around me. I will be flabbergasted. Yeah, flabbergasted. If he, he punts him into the water because he didn't know that they had been together, I'm going to be like, I give up on this show. I have no yeah. idea how he didn't I know. Say, we, did, we did go. We do have that. I know, Shannon, you and I went in deep with Sixth Sense. And like maybe 60 to 70 percent of it wasn't real that we had created in our minds. I I have a think about that. And this is one of my things with Sixth Sense. It is a beautiful show, but I think somewhere along there, maybe they did not have everything figured out and a lot of the editing choices and other stuff threw off some of the smoothness of stuff going. It was like some of the decisions made with, it's like incredible acting, beautifully done, but there's just, because I went back and I was like, this is 
odd, very odd things that got chosen at parts. Odd, but some of it, yeah. I guess, wasn't. I don't know. We went on a long rabbit hole. So then I was like, you well, guys did. Was <laughs> it was the rabbit. So because I, I did tell everyone, I was like, if if Nick is not like this, then I then I'm with everyone. He's being manipulated, led on by Boston. But if he is this, I stand by like everything I've said. So far, he's pretty on on track for everything I thought. Yeah, he told us. I think Sand is going to be because I cannot pinpoint where Sand like other than his attraction to red flags. Like, what what is his red flag other than that? So like, I said that was his red flag that he can't (laughs) around everyone. Like, I think he can be the thing that's going to like torpedo the thoughts that I have of the progression of this show. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think it'll be enough to deport, like to completely dismiss everything that I've already confirmed in this show. Yeah, yeah. it's like with Mew. He's not like he's not the character that I'm like. I can't stand this character. I can't anything. He's just the one where I'm like, he's something isn't making sense. Like, yeah, there's there's <laughs> something going on here. There's uh, there's all this kind of stuff. Does he have red flags around boundaries? Yes. Um, but I was like, he's not. I'm not like, oh God, Mew and Boston. No. no, no. He's the character that I'm like, you are odd. You are sticking out in the narrative we're being given. And I'm trying to figure out why. I think it's like, just an I, unreliable I, narrator thing. I, and that I was like, the thing. Ray was the narrator this episode. Yeah. It's very unreliable. Yeah. Every, every I don't trust anything. And I, I do. Like I went back and forth about uh, Muse at Virginity, but this week I'm like, okay, he, now we understand where the line is drawn for him. So I do believe that. I think that that it was confusing because we didn't understand his line, but I feel like now we understand it. And so I'm not like uh, confused by it. Shannon just made me think we're on episode four, right? We're on episode four. Episode one was Mew. Mew's point of view. Two is Ray. Four is Ray. Three, three is Boston. Was, no, three was Nick. Oh, Nick. Nick. Yeah. So, like, interesting. Yeah. We went back to Ray instead of moving on to other people, which I find really yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's why I was like, I was like, wait. So, yeah. who are we getting next week? I don't know. I was waiting for new credits. I, and I was like, Ray well, again. The, the credit scene, I was like, I was like, there's a there's a lot going on, but it seems to be focused in sand. And the end credit? It was just yeah. it's just Ray in the car listening to music. No, no, like the the scene for next week. Sorry. Oh, oh, I'm thinking in because I watched the end credits to see what yeah. we're gonna get. So in the end credits, also the other thing is the only two people still to this point who've broken the fourth wall have been Nick and Mew. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of the interview scenes that still confuses the heck out of me. They just came out of nowhere that one week and then they were like, never mind. And there was no reason for it. Like who were who were they talking to? So if those scenes never come back and, and never have anything to do with the story, that is the kind of thing I think happened in the eighth sense with the choices they made between the first and second half. I think there was stuff that they had had like stuff they were going to do with it and then maybe didn't have time and so like kind of cut things down if that makes sense 
Mm-hmm. And so if, if the interview things never come back and they never make sense, then I think it's probably the editing. Episode, right? Was it the second episode or the first? It was the second episode. It was the second was because that's when Ray and Sand started their relationship. <gasps> that was so if Nick come back, if Nick is the narrator again, I, I feel to me the the tone of the episode matches the narrator. So if you look at both of Ray's, ep- wait, second episode was Ray. Was it Ray or Nick? Oh, it was Ray. Oh, never mind. Yeah, three was Nick. Three was Nick. Okay, never mind. Although he was talking to the camera, he did. He was narrating. Nick never actually narrated, though, in the third. No. We didn't get a voiceover. We didn't get his thoughts. So, sincerely. Well, who's the POV was it, though? Well, but that was sincerely has a theory that, like, Nick is telling the overall story. That he got, like, everyone's sort of, like, input and is telling this overall story. Yeah. Which would make sense that we're hearing, like, other people's voiceovers to stuff if we're hearing people's voiceovers to like explain what's going on but the pov is always nick yeah because she said even in the picture he's towering at the top and he has sight lights of everyone and he has the audio visual tools to gather the information can i just say how sand was just like okay you're you know you record and then he played it for him he played yeah, the. I was losing it. That I was, was insane. Like, no. I was like, Nick, don't play it for him. Oh my God. Don't let anyone ever know that you did this. And he was like, like this is why Boston didn't want to take a selfie with you, dude. What do you do with a selfie? You're already like playing the. But Sam was just like, oh, that's them having sex. Okay. And I was like, and I think, and I think Sand was like interesting because he hates top. So he was like, okay. Okay, I can work with this. So I think if it was anybody other than Top, he would be incredibly freaked out. But because it was Top, he was just like, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, also, can I say, if Sand and Mew, if this is like a thing where Sand and Mew know each other and they're communicating, Sand could have told Mew about that. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yep. Or anyone who walked by that car, the windows were not tinted and they did this in the middle, uh, just in the open. That when he was... It every time they're like outside. Every time they're like, "How did you know this was happening?" And Nick is like, "Oh, I'm not sure." I'm like, "Nick, just say, oh, they were going at it in a car, and I walked I by." Like, I was nearby. I was like, uh, when he's like, "Don't worry about it," I was like, "You could literally just say I was yeah. in the vicinity because it was at an open space." Yeah, you're not <laughs> saying it was in a car in the rain, like. Guys, I just had a picture of him standing there with my headphones on. Like, what the hell was that? This dude. How and we're like listening to these two, and then just like, how did he have a sad face? And I was like, oh, Nick. He cried. I know. Cried about his boyfriend having sex with one of the many multiple partners that he. Wait, not boyfriend, not boyfriend. He cried about the guy that he's sleeping with who told him he has multiple partners sleeping with one of the multiple partners. And on top of it, I just want to say this. Nick was standing there doing his little pouty face crying and I was like, Boston can't see you. (laughs) It doesn't work to pout if Boston can't see you. Like, dude. And he just stood there like holding his phone too. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and they were going 
said it. I know. That made it so that, much worse. That audio is going to haunt my brain. It, it so wasn't you know. even it wasn't even like um, you know, it's like them making out in a car. This man's standing oh. there watching them. Damn. I was Ooh. like <laughs> I, I as soon as the noises changed to that, I would have stopped. I would have been like, this is too that man has listened to it on repeat. On repeat. That is not okay. That is not a right. That is not a sad little puppy. Sad puppies don't do that. I even had someone in my comments go, why is he doing this to himself? And I'm like, good question. You know, you bring up a good point. Why? Why is he doing this to himself? But that was my kind of like thing in the beginning. I was like, he's he's been setting himself up to have a lot of heartache. From the beginning. My kids have reached a point with me where they are no longer understanding. <laughs> and I need to eat. I have, I have not eaten. Oh, little hand. I see you. Oh, okay. No, no, no. okay. We need to say our goodbyes. Okay, guys. It's shining. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks Bye. for staying. Bye. Bye.